Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Textually Active. I'm Rez, and I got my crew with me. Simone is over here, bundled up. It's cold in here today. I'm busy right now. Uh, <laughs> Meezy's here. What up, y'all? Nick is in the corner. What's up, Nick? Hi. This is the podcast where we tell you what to do in your relationship based off of shit that we've been through so you don't make the same mistakes. So, <laughs> Since when do we do that? I mean, we do. That's don't, do like, don't do what I tell you to do. I know, but... <laughs> At all. I feel like I'm currently can... looking for a Jeezy song that makes me want to fuck. Don't do what I would do. <laughs> they can learn something from that, though. Who knew that Jeezy could make bruh, you want to fuck? Jeezy can get it wet, bro. Oh, where? I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm gonna find it before the episode's over. Okay. And you so if you play hear Jeezy playing in the background, just a little <laughs> snippet. You know what's going on. How but I can't let too much of it play because oh, yeah, we don't want to get shut off. We need that Avion bag. We do. How was y'all weekend? <laughs> this is our first time getting together. I haven't seen y'all. It took us a while to get recorded. Get it start. Get started recording because we had to talk so much because we missed each other. I realize you didn't introduce Nick. I did. We're, if you put your phone down. I'm trying to make sure everything is good. Right, <laughs> right it's a hurricane season. Nick, people going to know Nick's here. Hmm. It so is hurricane. Sorry. What did y'all do this weekend? Plan for the hurricane. No. That's true. The no. hurricane is coming. I'm just really excited about not having to go to work on Friday, which is where I see this going. That's the best part about this week to me. So all weekend, you guys plan for the hurricane. All right. What'd you do this weekend? <laughs> I, was, I was in my room. Pretty my much, yeah. We didn't, I mean, so you guys didn't do anything. That's right. for food. Well, yeah, that's where this okay. yeah. comes so full circle, too. my in-laws were in town. I had a really good time. Mm-hmm. It was my mom and love's birthday. So That's so cute. We had a lot of fun. Um, you said your, your mom in love. Your mom in love. Yes, so we got her really drunk. Not mom in law. She drank a whole bottle of wine. She's also a Virgo, so we share a lot of the same thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. And I watched her cry, and you know that's goals for a birthday. I feel like you should always cry on your birthday. Why? You just should. Over what? Making it to another year. Okay. Yeah. It was my birthday this past week. Yeah, we did. Tell us about your birthday, Simone. I was in my pajamas by seven thirty. Cool. Goals. Goals. And I hung out with y'all. Bingo. It was great. And I got a unicorn cake. <laughs> that video of you Rez and E got me a unicorn cake. <laughs> uh, Meezy showed up, which we're thankful for because he usually works. Nick cooked. It was a bomb-ass birthday. Nick, so, dumb collard greens, Yo, bro? Nick threw down for my birthday. It was so, dumb wings, bro? That mac so and let me, cheese? So let me, okay. So let, hold on. Um, okay. So we have, to, we have to unpack the whole unicorn thing, right? Because I wasn't sure how... What like you sent me a screenshot of a tweet of Simone saying I want a unicorn cake. Yeah. I had no idea what that meant. I'm thinking that was some Florida like Oh you wow. Know, mm-hmm. Some Flor- I didn't know. Like, yeah, I understand. You know, like things are too. things are different down there. When so she I just said unicorn, everything I you thought say. it was like a certain type of cake. Like they call it. Or not even yeah. a cake. Maybe it was like sexual or something like that. I didn't know like where you it was. You thought going. maybe on my birthday I just wanted like dick? It's, I was telling Twitter. So if, so that if I, I would like think so, so unicorn cake, I, the, like Dick would not be the first thing I would think of. I was going there because a unicorn has a horn. Horn, horn. Got it. Yeah. Got unicorn it. Unicorn is also kind of gay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Hey, Rez, do we have a topic today? <laughs> yeah, we do. So let's jump into it before we get too off topic with the unicorn shit. I think we touched that enough last week. Well, can I just say thank y'all for an amazing birthday? You're welcome. I appreciate it. You're welcome. That's what we're here for. Family tings. So this week... We're done with birthdays for the year. Yeah. No, Sissy's birthday is on the 30th. Oh, I forgot. Sissy. Which month? This month. Mm -hmm. Usually when somebody says the 30th, it's of the month that you're currently. It's fine. Yeah, so today <laughs> I brought you guys here to talk about supporting your significant other. and like financially? Also, not financially, emotionally. Oh, because I am looking for a house husband is all I'm saying. Okay. So somebody's going to sit the fuck at home and cook and clean yeah. while I go to work. I am. So we're not talking about that kind of support. No, just right. support like emotionally and being sure. able to accept the support because that's also hard. It's hard to open up to somebody that may be in your corner. <laughs> no, I thought we were gonna dive into what Simone said. I was gonna say like what you know. Oh, what are the, what are the requirements? you free? Like what is? Uh, you got I'm not saying time? I'm free, but nigga, I feel like you're free during the day. I mean, my resume is updated. I okay. just wanna, just wanna you try to you trying to be a house husband, Nick? Because uh, you can cook. I would. He sure can. I would. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't be against it. All right. Yeah. Okay. We gonna we're gonna unpack this. We're on gonna another episode. We're gonna come back with. That. We're gonna see how we okay, arrange okay, cool. this. Okay. I just want. Okay. I love the fact we always say shit we gonna do and didn't. I'm writing it down, y'all. I'm <laughs> writing it down not. right now in my memory. Okay. All right. Cool. I'm <laughs> writing it down in my memory. That's not. That's not like what when the waiter take your order and don't write shit down and everything comes back fucked up. Fuck. It'd be and fucked up. And they be looking up. at you like it's your fault. This shit fucked up. Bitch, you ordered the spaghetti. No, I ordered Alfredo, ma'am. Like, where is it? So. Spaghetti is a noodle, Alfredo's a sauce, but I see where you were going with that. What? I got it. You know what I mean. Spaghetti's a noodle, Alfredo's a sauce. You, you are, are, you oh are my gosh. dick <laughs> head. She could have let that slide. Right. Like, what? That was she just so, like... like... And you know, I've seen something on Facebook. People that always correct you are typically assholes. Fact. Because they we know. know that I'm an asshole. They know what you mean, and but like, they gotta you come don't, out. You don't have to flex your intellectual yeah. oh muscles, gosh. bro. Nobody gives Lord a fuck, Lord have mercy. Are we done? No. Do you want me to go home? No, no I'm, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back to this. I'm writing it down in my mental notebook. So, let's talk about it. So, your support in Bay. Let's assume everybody's in a relationship, Nick and Simone, and they come home. Shit is just off balance. How do you know that their energy is off? Yeah. Balance. Okay. What do you do? Um. Okay. So obviously, I guess it kind of depends on what it is like. But that's where. See, how do you even figure? And this. Okay. So the, I guess we should start with. Like, when is the appropriate time to talk about how you personally like to deal with things? Right? Mm -hmm. Um, And the answer to that question is, I don't have a fucking clue. Does anybody <laughs> know? Please help me out. Because, dude, that's such a hard conversation to have. Because typically, people want to have that conversation when you're going through something. And that's, like, the worst time to ever, like, want to, you know, like... yeah. For 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 a lot of people, for a majority of people, because it's like. But it's so hard, right? Because you don't think like when shit's good, you're not like, oh, you know what we should talk about? <laughs> How do we deal with each other when shit's gonna be bad? Like nobody <laughs> thinks about that, which would be ideal, right? Yeah, what nobody thinks about that. Do. Right, right, right. <laughs> Me personally, um, I kind of wait for the right moment. Like I can sense that you're upset. I know you're upset. I'm gonna let you be upset for a bit, and then. Once we sit down and get settled down and you're no longer slamming your shit out your book bag and putting it on the table and be like, hey, so um, 
how was your day? Everything going all right? And try to test the waters before I jump into it and say, what the fuck is your problem? But what do you do if it's not that obvious? What if it's not so visible? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, damn. If it's not so visible, like if they're not slamming stuff out of their book bag? Or if they're not visible, like if they're not showing you this, like maybe they're still going about, but you can just tell there's something off, like, you know? I think it would be the same process, just waiting for the right moment. Okay. I think it's, this is so hard. Yeah. It's so hard because it's like, you can think something's wrong with somebody, but something's not actually wrong with them. Like, what's the difference between I had a bad day and some shit's really going wrong in my life. And like how you're saying, if it's the beginning of your relationship, you probably haven't gotten to that moment where you're talking about shit like that yet. Yeah. So you don't know how they react to traffic on the way home mm-hmm. versus Somebody, one of their friends fucking them over. You know, like, you don't know what those two different things feel like. Mm-hmm. And so I, that's hard. And then also you don't want to be too assertive like, What's wrong? Are you all right? Is everything okay? I and then suck nothing at that. is wrong with them, but you're just annoying the, the fuck, fuck out of them. So now, now something is wrong. Now you become the problem, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like I was fine until you kept asking, which is me. a very real thing. Yeah. Like, dude, not that I was fine, but dude, I promise you, I'd have been okay if you had not pushed the shit. But you know, most of the time, all it takes for me is somebody to ask me if I'm okay, and I will fucking break down, like. Really? Mm-hmm. I can't see that about you. It is. If it's something that's like really like a chip on my shoulder and I've been dealing with it internally and it's like the breaking point and somebody says, what's wrong? I'm going to probably start crying. So that's do good. you, but have you ever, so you and Eve been together for three years now, right? Yeah. Have you ever come home and been like, or even when y'all weren't living together, like at the end of the day, have you ever been like, hey babe, like in this way, hey babe. I had a bad day today. Can we talk about it? Never. Nobody. That's the thing. <laughs> like we don't do that. And it's like, it goes back to Nick's point. Like, how do you even have that conversation when we're relying on context clues? And then you feel like you feel mad if they don't ask you what's wrong, but they're supposed to guess that something's wrong with you. I don't know. This is a tough topic. It's just hard to open up as a person, and then it's hard to know when to ask that question but okay so do you feel like so that's definitely not like a first date question Mm -mm. no i I don't know i I saw this i feel like it could be like maybe it could be so i saw this dude on twitter and he had made a post it was ridiculous every single question was ridiculous and if a dude ever asked me that on a first date we would never go back out again but he was (laughs) listing all of these things that would be great first date questions and it makes you think like damn, what do y'all really talk about on a first date? And I feel like if you talk to me about how I emotionally deal with things on date one, I'm going to be like, you're a fucking weirdo. But to Nick's point, that could be a first date question. It's actually probably a really good first date question. What do you feel like are some of your coping mechanisms? See? Are we going to go around the table and answer this? Do we know what our coping mechanisms are? What do you feel like? Okay, well then. Okay. All right, so mine is... Stop, guys. They can be positive or negative. No, mine is definitely to isolate myself because I'm always the type of person where I want to be around positive energy. And I don't want to be that person bringing my negative spirit into somebody else's life because I just want to be a light. That's my goal. I want to be a light to everybody. So if I'm feeling bad, I definitely go lay down 
<laughs> like a light. I always lay down, um, turn off the lights, and just sit to myself until I can think through what I'm going through. Wallow. Yes. Okay, but then I might not take a shower. I don't clean up anything. It's really bad. It's really bad. (laughs) So, (laughs) but then how does that help you though? Like, do you see that as a problem? Yes. Oh, I mean, dude, that's definitely a problem. But it's okay. We'll unpack this later. What do you? No, that's what this conversation is about. (laughs) How do you guys cope though? And then we'll come back to me. I act like nothing's wrong. And I'm not purposely doing it. I have gotten myself into a space in life where I'm always in this constant state of nothing's wrong, nothing's wrong, nothing's wrong. Mm -hmm. And once in a while, you'll see me break and be like, oh my God, this happened. But for the majority of the time, like, I very much, I believe in not stressing myself and I feel like the acknowledgement of things being wrong automatically, like, brings stress and so I just act like nothing's wrong, which is equally as bad as going into the bed and going to sleep. Okay, I'm ready. No, it doesn't help me to go in the bed and act like everything's okay. Okay. So, okay. To you, like, okay. To Simone. Let's go back to Simone. Mm-mm. Well, no, no, no. Well, oh. We're going to do both. We're okay. going to do both. I'm like, but, okay. But it's kind of the same thing as what you're doing. So you guys sweep, right? That metaphorical rug. Like, sweep it under? Sweep it under the rug. And eventually, you realize that there's mad shit under the rug. Still under, it's still under the rug. Like if, yeah, you know, right. Like it's not. Gonna... Is that what sweep shit under the rug means? No. Is that? Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm dead ass serious. I had no clue. Please don't tell me you think there's a real elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Go ahead. Okay. No, but okay. No, but I mean, yes. Like metaphor again, metaphorically speaking, figuratively speaking. Yeah, you guys, what you do is you just harbor all this stuff, and then eventually it spills over, and you have this meltdown, right? Like, is this what we... You... So, Rez, how do you get over your feeling? I honestly feel like what Nick said is right. I just kind of bury it, and as when I do the things that I do, I feel like I am coping, kind of just dealing with those emotions at that time. But honestly, it's just me saying, all right, you're sad today. You get to be sad for at least two days. And then after that, you need to get the fuck over it. So how do you think that impacts you and E's relationship? It's just a buildup. So like during those two days, what is your dynamic between you and him typically? It's kind of cold. Okay, and you, you create that coldness. Yeah. So... Does that then create this negative atmosphere in your relationship for however many days that happens? And then if it happens multiple times, like, do you feel like that can cause a strain on your relationship? I mean, like, when y'all get married and you're dealing with other bigger shit in life, do you feel like that can cause a, put a strain on your relationship? Yes, but it's something worth working on now and trying to figure out ways to open up, but... I feel like I've been a little bit more open mm-hmm. going into our relationship because before it would just be me shutting down, but now I'm more open to kind of talk about it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if it's a problem that he can't fix, in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, what's the point of talking about it? Yeah, but see, that... And it goes back to me thinking, like, because me, I'm always thinking about the scenario before it happens. So 
personally, I'm like, all right, so I feel this way. I'm going to say this to E. This is going to be his response, and I'm still going to feel the same way that I feel. So instead of me going through that process, I just keep it to myself. But do you feel like, I don't know. I feel like when you're part of a relationship, you need to feel needed. Yeah. Right? And so I see where you say, okay, that there's not something that E can do. But do you ever stop and be like, well, shit, maybe E just wants to be there. Yeah. Like, maybe he just wants to lay in the bed with me while I'm sad. And he can't do shit about it, but he just wants to be there with me. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the big, that's one of the big things that, like, fucks up people dealing with each other emotionally. Because yeah. I get it, like, I, I do the opposite. Like, I want somebody there when something's going on with me, but I've given you no indication that something's wrong, so how can I expect you to be there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of do the same thing too. <laughs> um, yeah, no, 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 like it's just hilarious. You having a conversation with yourself right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do. Absolutely. I do the same thing, and then I kind of get upset because he doesn't know that I'm upset unless I mean it's been seven hours and I just came home and I just go straight to bed. That's probably an indicator, but he doesn't know. You know, please come lay with me. I would really love for you to just be here, but shut the fuck up and don't ask me any questions. He doesn't know to do that. So it's just mm-hmm. like, what do you do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Meezy, we haven't heard from you at all this episode. Yeah. What's your coping mechanism? Oh, I'm just, I'm sitting here listening, trying to learn, because I am definitely a, I'm finna shut down. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. not finna tell you shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time you ask me what's wrong, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we going out this weekend? Okay, I'll be there. Uh, I just got done doing, I got done looking at new links for music. I'm okay. Everything goes as planned. And the whole time, I'm just like, it'll go away. Fuck it. It'll go away. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know if you can help me. I don't want to be the guy that's a burden to you because you probably got shit going on too. I don't like to pay, be a passer. I don't want to assist this on to you because I know in relationships, people tend to take on weight that they don't have to. And so I don't want you to ever feel like, yo, he's going through this and I feel like I need to be there, but I don't want you to take that weight from me. I want to be able to deal with it myself and then, like, it'll, I feel like it always, I try to pray, you know, I get a little religious too, start watching the verdict a little bit more and, uh... I just, it's just something that I try to not pass to people. Yeah. Typical yeah. black man I am. response. I am. I'm a nigga. With an A. With an A. Oh, God. So do you think that's helpful to your relationship? Like, how does your girlfriend react to that? Oh. Uh, and right. it's, it's a little harder for you guys, too, because... Distance. Yeah, because <clears throat> of the distance. But I don't think, I'm, I don't think her being there... Just being there is something that I deal with because I'm definitely, I'm just going to ignore it. Like, the whole time you're there, I'm going to act like there's nothing wrong with me. So, I, I it, it is an issue. It is a very uh, issue that I have been working on. I have tried to been more open a little bit more. I've cried a couple times this week specifically, and we've discussed it. We've unpacked it. And um, I just, I feel like when I start to unpack things... It takes. It may lead to you being a little bit more vulnerable, mm. but it also is like a diversion because now you don't think about your own problems because you love me enough to think about mine, mm-hmm. and I don't ever mm. like want somebody to feel like that. Or maybe you can use my problems to deflect. Right, right. 
because you don't want to think about your shit. So, of course. oh, he's going through this. Let me help him do this. Sure. In the back of I your mean, mind. Women are, naturally, women are naturally nurturers. They will naturally want to take care of you when there's something wrong, even right. if there's something wrong with them. No, this goes to the back burner. There's something wrong with him. I got to deal with that first. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, makes sense. So, Nick, how do you deal with your emotions when you're not feeling yourself? Uh, okay, see... Ah, okay. So, this this is probably very naive, but if we're okay, if we're talking just in that sense, how you deal with it, right? There, to me, there only feels like there's two ways that people deal with it. You either isolate yourself, or you surround yourself, right? Um, I personally, I think I'm of the more of the isolation, which is more typical. I feel like, like yeah. people, you know, like. The natural thing to do is, okay, I'm going to remove myself so I'm not a burden or so I don't cause any unwanted attention or, you know, like bring attention to myself. Um, but I don't, I mean. Which I don't doesn't know. work with this family. No, it doesn't. You, you tell them, Papa, you don't be bothered. They start to question. <laughs> Which can also. <laughs> like, Pop up at your house. Right. So, no, no, but. I, I was going to ask you because, like, this is why I say, and it's not, like, people think I'm being an asshole when I say shit like this, but it's like, okay, this is my problem with, like, communicating because sometimes you can over-communicate, right? Because for some people, talking really doesn't help. Like, have you ever heard, like, okay, so have you ever had a conversation and somebody asked you after you get done, you had a good conversation, after you get done, uh, let's say it was something was bothering you and you talked about it, you talked it through. And after you get done and you get that typical, it maybe it may not even be verbatim. It's so. How do you feel now? Have you ever heard somebody <laughs> say way. no? No, <laughs> I don't feel I any did. better. Yeah. Like it didn't make me feel better. Right. The typical thing to say is, "Oh, I feel better now. I talked about it." Yeah. Nah, bro, that's not always the case. You know what I'm saying? Because communication doesn't work like that for everybody, right? So it's like, I, dude, I don't. I don't know, man. Holy shit. This is hard as fuck. It is hard because <laughs> you think you think isolating yourself is a good idea, but also if you talk to somebody about it, it's like, is it really going to help me? Is this really going to mm-hmm. help? So why don't I just sit here and deal with it myself? But honestly, you can't do that if you're in a relationship because you're, par- you're pushing your partner away. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for um, you and Meezy. Being the resident relation, this is still so weird for me that means he's in a relationship. <laughs> just for the record, so you guys being the resident relationshipers, <laughs> how do you, how do your significant others relationship heights, 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 relationship heights, relationship lits? Okay, because yeah. I like to go nicklets, okay. and then Bingo. that's how we get there. We can go with it. Okay, so how do your significant others? How do they deal with? like shit going wrong or them having a bad day or stuff like that? Like how do they specifically deal with it, in your opinion? Well, uh, being that this is French, we've had a couple of days and it's generally the same thing. Like I've I've had looked at her, asked her a bunch of questions like, yo, what's, what's going on? What's up? It's, I just had a bad day. That's it. And so it's like nobody ever wants to express it. And so then... You can't really just keep nagging. Like, do you pry? I mean, like, right. I, I, like do like do you? This is okay. This well, is I was why. Gonna, wait, well, I was gonna get there. I want us to get to how we deal with it after, mm-hmm. but I want to see if they acknowledge how their other person copes. Okay. 
You can. I think it is. It's one of those things where you give good advice and you don't take it. So you could physically. I could physically see something's wrong with her. And I know what she's about to do is tell me everything is okay. But because I don't know how to deal with it myself, I don't know the right approach to go to her to figure it out. So it's one of those things where you just like hope that they tell you what's going on or that you hope to figure it out. But I I don't know. All right, Rez, how does he cope if he's had a bad day, if something bad happens? How does he personally cope? He just acts really busy. And then mm-hmm. it's like minor aggressions towards dumb shit. Like I'll just randomly hear him saying "fuck," and I'm like, "But are you like, what's really going on?" Because <laughs> you came in and you're working on your laptop and you're just in here cussing. Like, is everything all right? So it's just like trying to keep himself busy. And mm-hmm. then from me just being there, like I'll literally just sit there with him for a little bit, and then eventually those walls will come down, and we'll talk about what's really going on. Okay, so that is that's how you guys deal with your significant others yeah having a bad day or having whatever Mm -hmm. does that change based on your partner do you think the way that your response do you feel like it's different based on who you're with everybody isn't going to take everybody isn't going to be open to talk about what their problem is Mm -hmm. um so in my past relationships it took a lot more work to try to get that person to open up it was more of a I don't know anything's wrong with you. Kind of the same way we deal with it. And then eventually I would get in trouble for not knowing that something was wrong. But how am I supposed to know something's wrong with you if you're not telling me? Right. Mm-hmm. So I'd be I like, I don't know. I've never, I think I've never, I've never dealt with anybody that was very open about their emotions. So it's one of those things where I guess I've never learned to do it. So all of the partners have been very, like closed in, closed off. So I've never got a chance to know what it's like to see somebody express how they feel until, you know, it's reaches the boiling point and now it's tipping over. And, you know, a lot of times that shit usually happens during something that's doing, like me and you are having an issue. Mm. And then you start to spill all the shit like, yo, you such and such. And the whole time I've been dealing with such and such. And it's one of them things where I'd be like, you sit down, you know, you always have that moment after an argument. You sit down and analyze what just happened. And the first thing you say is, well, why didn't you tell me? Right. And nobody ever has an answer for why didn't yeah. you tell me. Mm-hmm. And the, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. The thing is, he is very transparent with his emotions. And it kind of makes me feel bad about being the isolated one. Because mm-hmm. it's like, damn, well, he can always open up when he's having a bad day. But for me, it takes... Probably won't tell him why I'm, why I'm upset until days later about me being upset. Mm-hmm. And that goes into knowing when to talk to somebody about it. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you know that... How does he know that I'm ready to talk about it? Mm-hmm. And I find myself getting angry when I've cooled off about being upset about something and he hasn't come to me and said, hey, so are you ready to talk about what's going on? Mm-hmm. Because I pushed him away the whole time I was being isolated. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's a hard balance. I don't know the I don't know like the um the adage for it, but like you um fucking. Wait, word alert. 
<laughs> Word Nick. alert, Siri. What go, is go off, sis. Siri, what is like adage? Webster, bro. Siri, <laughs> what is adage? I, I don't even know what that means. Like, an adage is a proverb or a short statement expressing a general truth. It's like a saying. It's okay, like a saying, I got it. All right, much. cool. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so I don't. Yeah, I don't know the adage for it, but it's like. Use it twice you, to flex on you, us real hard. Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm, I'm right, picking man. up the context clues. Keep anyway, talking. Anyway. <laughs> I don't so, know the adage. To, okay. So, For the gotta, record, I've never known how to pronounce that word. I can read it, but I'd be like, adage? <laughs> Go ahead. Y'all look that up. <laughs> so, okay. So, it's like, just like on a surface level, you don't know No, use how the word bad. again. <laughs> no, well, no. You, okay. <laughs> No, <laughs> I feel like Nick is opening up, y'all. Y'all are yeah, just... I'm done, I'm done. Uh, no, because okay. So what I'm hearing is like you don't really know how much you need improvement in something, or how much just on a surface level you suck at something until you run into someone who's really good at it. Right. Text exactly. alert. Text right. alert. Text alert. So like, okay, so it's like you know when you say, "Oh, he's very transparent with how he feels." I'm not like that, so it's like it's kind of hard to gauge it because it's like, damn, and you just and you the same way. It's like, okay, she's good at talking, bro. It's, it sucks. You find out like you find out how much how bad you are at communicating your own feelings when you run into somebody who can actually do it. Oh man, that's a that's a suck ass. Somebody that because, actually knows how to feel. Because a part of you, a part of you. I mean, like, okay, we. It's it's a study, it's a fact that what you see in the mirror is most of the time the best. Like you you see the best in yourself most of the time when you see like in the, you see more than what you you see more than what other people see. Are you I sure? I don't think so. I don't know. Sometimes I look in the mirror and be like, "Bitch, you need to brush your teeth." <laughs> I hope you always look in the mirror and say, "Bitch, you what? need to brush your teeth." <laughs> Did you open your mouth? Did your mouth? Like what? Did you I might have see? Said that. No, I might have said I might have said that wrong, but fuck it, fuck it, it don't matter. But um, no, it's I don't do. So are you saying that when you look in the mirror? Help me, help me. I'm trying. Okay. When you look in the mirror, you think you're better than you actually are at certain things. Yes. Okay. So in your head, sort of. you think you're a good communicator, and you don't notice it until you have somebody who points it out. Well, okay, I was just trying to make that more, you know, I was trying to generalize. You were trying to give us this nice little fluffy little... metaphor, and I appreciate that. No, it no, I was just trying one. to generi- general, generalize it a little better, you know, because I feel like a lot of us feel like that. Like, we think we're good at something, whatever it may be, whatever it is you feel like you're good at, until you run into somebody who's actually good at it, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I'm not like you may think like okay, I'm not the best communicator, but I'm not terrible at it. And then you, then you find yourself in a relationship who, with someone who's actually really good at expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. Is that something you just like missed at, like growing up? Like you never really had the chance to express yourself growing up. Mm, I think I well I think it can be one. It you picked it up somewhere, right? Right. But like I feel like I am a great communicator now. I didn't grow up communicating. You said you I, picked it. You picked it up somewhere. You pick it like up even somewhere. Even like you picked up it up not in a, being able to do it. You yeah, pick you picked it up okay. in a relationship. You picked it up because you saw a friend do it. You saw, you picked it up somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because what I'm saying is, I feel like I'm a good communicator now. Okay. I did not grow up in a household where I was encouraged to communicate. Okay. So I don't feel like it's one of those things where you had to have been 
raised or brought up or learned. Haven't you spoken on this before? You said you, yeah. when you gain more confidence in yourself, you gain more. Okay. I learned then I learned how to communicate, and I think that okay. I'm very. I think I'm personally very self aware. So I, at some point, I was a shitty human, a shitty human, like one of those people who. When I got mad, I would... I'm still a shitty human, Easy, I get it. All right, I see you over there. I'm still a shitty human. I get it. But I would, like, get mad and throw shit. Or I would get mad and cuss... Like, the Simone y'all see now <laughs> is not who I was, like, five years ago. Because I didn't know how to deal with my own emotions. So when I got mad, it was like a curse you out, hang up the phone on you, call you back, curse you out again, hang up the phone on you, throw the phone, throw some other shit. Like, I was really bad. And at some point, I was like, oh, shit, that's not going to help me. Like, I can't, and, I, and more importantly, I wouldn't want someone to treat me like that, so I can't do that to somebody else. So I picked it up somewhere. But, that was crazy, but I was sitting here listening to you say that, and I realized I don't think I, like, ever deal with emotion. Like, like saying you, at one point, you were, like, angry to do shit like that. I've never been, like, angry. Like, I've tried to be angry and be like, man, <laughs> fuck this shit, throw a phone. And I've been looking at myself like, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not me. I'm not going to deal with it. I've looked at myself and realized, like, I'm going to try to talk about this. And then to your point, nigga, I looked at it, and after I got done talking about it, I was like, tomorrow I'm going to still be thinking about this shit. I'm going to let y'all know this. I tried that shit one time. Probably was about 14. Caught myself running up the steps and slamming somebody's door. You got your head my dad was right behind me with that belt. Like, bitch, you said what? You gonna right. slam whose door? I was right. like, oh, that didn't work. Let me try something. So Let me like, try something else with my emotions. I, no, I was so bad. Like, now, so, as an adult, like, okay, trying to pick up. So, what works for me is a bit more difficult because you haven't explored it yet. I don't know what it is. Throw right, phone yeah. easy. So, okay, I like the word you just used. Explore, right? Yeah. Um. It's like, what do you do? Because you do deal with your emotions. We all do. We all deal with our emotions, whether you recognize how you do it or not. You may not realize that's how you're dealing with your emotions, but everybody does, right? You know what I'm saying? Right? Is that, I mean, is that fair to say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been trying. I mean, we all, do in, we all do in some way, right? Like, I mean, whether you recognize that that's how you deal with it, whether you recognize that that's your coping me- mechanism or whatever, right? I mean, that's fair to say, right? So, I mean, maybe you do, maybe you just haven't come to explore what it is that helps you or what it is that actually you know. works works right. what works bingo what works. I, think, right. I think that's that's a big one right we um you and i didn't talk about how we deal with other people when they're going through their day yeah you guys didn't <clears throat> so how do you how do you help somebody i'm fucking terrible <laughs> Retweet, bro. Yeah. You're terrible. I'm terrible. You don't know as, as when surprising as this is. is. Um, because I'm such a communicator, I don't know how to deal with people who don't communicate. And so I'm really I'm really bad at giving somebody space. I'm really bad at like just understanding that they don't want to talk about it. Because in my head, why don't you want to talk about it? I can help you. And I think that that's to go, I said that earlier, like you, when you're in a relationship with somebody, you want to feel like you're there for them. You want to feel like you help them. At least I do. And I, you said girls are nurturers. So maybe that's a girl thing. 
But not even, well, not even. No, I don't think so. It's, I mean, it's just you want to feel like they can depend on you. Right. And as I mean, that's just a natural human thing. People we love, we want to prove ourselves to them. I want you to be able to depend on me, right? Right. Okay. And so it's really hard. It's really hard for me to deal with people who can't be like, well, and in reality, these people don't exist, especially men. Mm-hmm. Like, and if they did exist, you'd call them a punk. Like, men who sit and be like, well, this is what happened today. <laughs> like, the reality is the type of man, the type of man that I'm attracted to probably doesn't do that, right? But then I don't know how to deal with you when you're not that guy. Like, I don't know, I don't know, like, I want you to be like, well, my mom got mad at me and I feel a way about it. We had a conversation. Like, to me, the, I know how to deal with that way more than I deal with, I'm fine. But I know something's wrong with you. Mm. I suck. Now I'm this, a terrible human. This isn't about me, but I wonder if it helps the people that I'm friends with and in a relationship with. After a certain time, I stop asking you if you're okay, and I kind of, like, shut it out. And then I feel like they always revisit it. Like, well, I know you're talking about your day, but... Like, Here's what happened. I'll just glaze over it. Like, okay, you say you good? All right, well, I did this today. And then they'll come out later and say it. You know what I think it is? I think sometimes, depending on the person, they need the spotlight taken off of them for a second for them to open up. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you're asking what's, one, what's wrong, what's one, wrong, what's wrong, whoa, I don't know why that was so hard for me, um, you're shining a spotlight on them. Yeah. And it becomes mm-hmm. very focused on the individual human. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you transition the conversation to something else, it gives them like, an opportunity to wait till they've mm-hmm. hit their comfortable space to come yeah. back out and say something. Facts, because you've been having, you've been shining the light on yourself because mm-hmm. you know what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. And so the whole time, the light's on you, the light's on you. Now you're putting a bigger light on me by asking me what's going on. Right. No, I just give out a technique. So make them feel comfortable and then possibly they'll open you up. You also make that sound really easy though. True. Making somebody feel comfortable? Yeah. Because I'm definitely. Talk about yourself. I'm definitely going to divert. Oh, we about to go get something to eat. Or <laughs> we gonna eat, go get dinner. This but gonna make me comfortable. You gotta think after you ate, they might be like, "Yeah, that food was real good," and they still sitting there with that face on you, like, "Bitch, what's wrong?" Right. I won't say bitch. I mean, I mean, you won't say bitch. What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I will. I mean, so and, Nick. But then you got the people like me. Well, not so much like me because I just be joking. But it's like you got people who don't like it when you come around them and they want to get their issues off and they want to talk about it, but don't necessarily know how to, but may even hate it more that you come around them and bring the spotlight to yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. you come around and you ask me, you know, not so much that you're trying to, not so much that you're necessarily coming to me and asking me what's wrong with me, but when you come around and you try to deflect, like, I want to talk about it, but I don't know how to, I don't know how to communicate that to you. But I when you come so. around and ask, when you come around and ask me what's wrong with me and then bring it back to yourself, that annoys me because it's like, okay, did you really want to know? But like, then, you know, like, but then based off of that reaction, like, say if I come around and I'm like, yeah, I had an amazing day. It was so good. Da, 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 and then I put it back on you to give me a reaction and your reaction is, that's cool. And I know that's not your normal reaction. That triggers me to say, so "What's going on?" Because you don't normally talk to me like that. Like, are you okay? Honestly, my friend hit me with that this week, and I was like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> right. This. What was wrong? Oh, we'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> See. Damn. This is like. Oh man. 
You didn't answer. You still haven't answered. Okay. Why are you deflecting? What I'm That's how he deals with it. That's how he deals with it. You didn't tell us. <laughs> you uh, okay, hold up. Um, so somebody is upset. I swear. How do you deal with it? Don't be here when we record. I do. I just forget exactly what we what I wanted what I was supposed to answer. Okay, so I'm. Uh, how do you deal with when others when somebody you're dealing with is having a bad day or has some shit or? Oh no, I'm. I mean, I'm the same way, bro. It's like, you try to make it known that the door is always open if you need, you know, like. But it's so hard to communicate that without being able to say, look, you can... Because I feel like, look, I'm I'm here when you need me is so open and so open-ended and empty because it feels cliche as fuck. You know? Because everybody says that. And it's not even that everybody says it and they don't mean it. It's that everybody says it I don't give a fuck, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, don't get me wrong. I appreciate that you're here for me, but I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, mm-hmm. dude, like, I'm not going to come to you. I'm never going to come to you with my, my thing, you know? Or I'm never going to come to you with something that's wrong. Like, I maybe I may not be the type of person that wants to put it on you, put on again. What are you talking about? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, I was following. I was rolling. No, uh, not what I meant. Oh. My question came out wrong. Like... Was I, oh, was I, was I, did I get off into a tangent? I might have. Yeah, I, I might have. <laughs> but the way I asked the question was wrong of me. <laughs> My question was, okay, keep going. So if somebody says to you, so if you're talking to a girl and she texts you and she's like, man, it's a shitty day, what's your response? Naturally, it's, okay, what was shitty about it? You're right, you know what I'm saying? I got fired from my job today. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. and, and is that like, I feel like that would probably it's, be, like, how do you deal with because that? Because a lot of times dudes are, are like judged for being cliche, but that's really the answer we got. <laughs> like, like just, just not even the answer, just you just want to give people, like, okay, so I guess it must just be for me. I want to give you that space to open up. I don't want to pry. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to just. Push and push and push, like, oh, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, dude. I ask a couple times, and I'm gonna let it go, cause I get it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, when you don't want to talk about something, you just don't want to fucking talk about it, and that's fine, bro. Okay. Why are we like the same? Well, no, no, it's just no. Me and you are like the same. We just. <coughs> I mean, bro, it's like I said. There's, there's literally only like two ways. Like, you can only be. You're either I'm gonna leave you alone and give you your space. Or I'm gonna try to bring you closer and say, okay, you know, like let's get into this deeper. There isn't. It, there's not really a balance though. It's really not a balance. I can't be like, like, cause it then it feels like you're not being genuine. Like you're saying, like if I try, 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 and then just like, all right, fuck it, don't worry about it. I'm not gonna ask you no more. You'll tell me when it's time. Now it feels like it feels like I'm being an asshole because I don't care. Right, and, and so it's like there's no balance. That's exactly what I was in, like you know, what I was mm-hmm. getting into with her because it's like it can come off like we don't care, or it can come off like you don't care because you're not because you're not willing to pry. So it's kind of our job to check back in because we we do care, but we don't want to keep pushing you because like we know 
We know as people that isolate ourselves that when we're not ready, we're just not going to talk about it. Like, if I'm not ready, it's not coming out. So I understand that my friend or fiance may not be ready to talk about it at this point. So And it can make it worse if yeah. you like if you talk about again back to what we were talking about, it can almost make it worse. Like by talking about it, by constantly wanting to talk about it, it's like, bro, I don't want to talk about it. Okay, can we talk about something else? So it do you pisses me off. Do you guys mad. lash out when you're upset? Pisses like have me you, off. Yeah, yeah. Have and you I'm ever like, Yo, Okay, goddammit. I so, 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 so. And it's like I didn't want to talk about it. I clearly didn't want to talk about it. Now we're having a bigger issue because you started bothering me about it and I I probably was never gonna be ready to talk about it. You'd have found out eventually, but damn. Yeah. It's like damn. Mm-hmm. I have lashed out for not asking me. So like mm. You look like the type too. Yeah. Like what the fuck, man? Nigga, you, you were supposed to ask me what was wrong. You look like you you wasn't gonna ask me. So like no like I was no like I was like oh this and this is going on crickets nothing <laughs> zero response the, wait so you opened up and then no response zero response afterwards fuck you why would I ever open up to you again if I open up to you about something and you say nothing okay not even damn All right. nothing now okay <laughs> not now, even that's you, crazy now how did you go about that. No, well, so, and it, mind you, it was on a text message, but still, you got it. Like, if somebody fucking tells you something, open your fucking, you better find some sort of emotion in your little black heart to bring out. Well, what if you don't know what to say? Like, what if, see, that's, what if you don't know what to say? Then well, that's very selfish, though. It's selfish to not know. So if you know, <laughs> so if you know, if you know somebody's going through something, uh-huh. and they open up to tell you that they're going through something, I feel like you should at least you should say at least respond. If you don't know what to say, that's to, so like. Well, I don't know how to deal with it, so that's so like fuck you. So why would you? Th- okay, why would you think that automatically that they are taking? Like, why would you take it so personally to say, oh, like you don't care because you didn't, you know? It's. I think that's too much to think about, Nick. When you're already upset about something, it's kind of hard to think about how somebody else would feel about not knowing what to say. Like, that's deep. Like, now I'm upset, but I'm upset at you for not knowing, but I need to understand that you may not know what to say. That's a lot. Like, and not, you, if you open up to somebody, that- it's somebody that obviously you are like, you feel comfortable with you are sharing something with them that they, you don't share with anybody else, and you have this feeling like, well, shit. If I would have shared this with somebody else, I at least would have gotten some sort of comfort out it out of it. This nigga didn't even hit me with a, damn. Are you okay? Are you okay? Is always a very easy response. You want us to fake it? Can I fake it? That was. Why didn't you just? Rez is out here making a fucking mess. I'm not drinking it. Take the whole glass of wine, Rez. I want to drink it from my wine. Glass. Oh. Go ahead. Um, I mean, I'm just like, is it better if I fake it? <laughs> if I if I if I fake it, or like. So are you saying that? Like if I if I don't know what to say, I feel like saying in via text or in person. I don't, I don't know, know what to say. say. It's gonna piss you off way more. Nothing will piss you off worse than no response. Mm. Nothing will piss you off. Worse than zero response. Have you gotten every other response? I've gotten that. I don't know what to say. Yep. Okay. So that pissed you off the most. No. Have you gotten the What pissed me off the most was zero response. Okay. That pissed me off the most. Have you, so gotten, you, have you gotten I guess, other responses that have showed you that, all right, 
clearly no response is not the worst response. I'd rather you say nothing if you don't say like have you gotten a response to make you say, wait, I'd rather you not have said nothing at all. I've never in my head I've my response my brain has never said I would rather him say nothing than Okay. All right. So to the point um about lashing out. I I call myself not lashing out, but <laughs> when <laughs> I like to say that I don't lash out. But it's not true. The lie detector um, determined. That's a lie. That was a lie. So you got about three are you okays before I say, give me a minute. Or like something really harsh as along the lines of leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's me lashing out. That's how, that's how far I'm going to go. So do you think that there is a big difference in dealing with somebody over text versus in person, face to face? Yes. But who is that dependent on? The person who's going through it or the person who's going to listen? I would rather talk to you on the phone about your problems than do it over a text. But if me and you, so if I say, Rez, this shitty thing happened to me today. Do you feel like it's unfair for you to say, oh, okay, let's wait so we can talk about this in person when I'm going through that emotion right now? You're right. You're right. It is unfair to say that. If you're ready to talk about it then and there, that's when... And maybe all I can do is text yeah, in that moment. That's when you should talk about it. Have you? Do you guys lash out, Nick? Hell yeah. How do you do it? Hell yeah. Um, What's the worst? Um, the worst way I lash out? Yeah. Probably just... Probably just in the way I manage people. Manage the people around me. Mm-hmm. Just, I guess the way I, I, I guess just the way I talk to them. Yeah, I mean that's the, the typical thing. I mean, I don't know. I don't like the, I don't like the feeling. I don't, I so don't want to do feel like I'm lashing out. Do you say things to people to push them away? Very dismissive. Yeah, of like any and everything. So that's your lashing out. Yeah. You feel like when you realize I don't. I'm not very emotional. <laughs> like I'm not like super happy. Yeah. Like then even, I'm not like, like super sad. I, mean, I, feel, I literally really said this like, to you today. Like but, you don't you you don't do well with showing your emotions. No, I can show them. You're it's just, just they're never like. There's never you're never gonna see me be super sad. Right. You're never gonna see me be super excited. You're never gonna see me be super angry. You're never gonna see but me. But you know be what? Like, people, people, for some reason, I, I've always thought this is weird. People glamorize that. People glamorize being like this even kill person. Like, oh, you're so like you're never too high. You're never too low. It's like, bro, that's not a good thing. Like, as humans, you we're naturally emotional. Right. Why are you not able to express your emotions? Like when you're happy, why do you? Not like when you're sad, why do you not express it? We literally have a friend that comes with one tone and we're always like <laughs> and, and do while you, you have any others. No, but but while you <laughs> while you question it, while you question it, I'm sure you a part of you probably looks at it like, damn, I kinda wish I was not. No, I, I don't wish, wish I was like this. Or no, like I I almost in I don't envy that about you, but like that's You wanna be like that? No, but it's no, I'm just saying like a part of you or some people, a part of some people may feel like, oh, that's kind of a good thing because it's like, okay, people never see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? You can always keep this this shield up. But it's like, dude, that's stupid as fuck. Can like, I be feeling like I be forcing emotions? Like I be having to tell myself to get mad. 
Like, you are mad at this. Yeah, like, like, is this something I should like, be mad at? Like, like, okay, like for instance, what I'm thinking about, like, in my head, <laughs> like, I remember one time I was at work, me and my supervisor are going back and forth, and I'm not really mad, because, you know, I'm, like, trying to be respectable, because he's a superior or whatever. And then I just remembered, I was like, man, fuck this, and just started going off, and I'm like, I just told myself to get mad about this, right. when I should have been mad from the jump. And it's like... Emotional intelligence. Yeah, like, it's yeah. like... I mean, I feel like this is definitely something that we need to think Force about myself to cry. when we're going into relationships, if we want our relationships to be healthy, because I could see this taking a toll. Like, say if Nick, if you had a girlfriend and you're pushing her away by saying, look, you could go home tonight. Like, it's cool. I don't care if you go home. Or Meezy, you just not showing any emotion. Simone, you cussing them out for not having any emotion. And me, I'm just like... Crying for well, us to I'm show gonna, emotion. Me, I'm just in the in room the like... She, she is I'm like, in the bed like... This nigga give me come a minute. In. <laughs> Leave me alone. So basically what you're saying is we all suck. We all need to do better. I, I mean, it's easier said than done, but we need to just... We'd be work okay. on it here. We can okay, work so on how, it here Okay, so how about first. this? I have a question. Can we do something at this table? Because yeah. I feel like we're friends, and we're a, more importantly, we're a family, and we're here to help each other. Right. Why doesn't each of us oh, set I... one goal to become better at this, at dealing with emotions when dealing with somebody else? Okay. So dealing with emotions while dealing with your significant other. And friends, Nick. <laughs> and Measy. Mm -hmm. And Simone. No, we talk, but... Y'all too. We talk too. I know, but not like did, that. Did this just become like a personal thing? Like, 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 I, mm -hmm. not I just know. with your significant other, but with. But your that's what this is family. about. Family. No, but this, oh. no, but in our context, in it, our context, yeah. we talk about significant others. Mm -hmm. We talk about relationships. That's what we talk about on this show. So, and I think that it's very different how you deal with that with a friend versus how you deal with somebody who you're dating or you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. So, I'm. My question is. What are you going to do? Should it be different, though? I think it's kind of the same. With mine is different. <laughs> mine is... Why? Okay. Well, we know, but we're working we on that with you. Can we unpack that real quick? Do no, we, we don't have time to unpack it. No. We don't? No. Okay. We do. We got two minutes. Go ahead. We got a couple... I mean, we got a couple minutes, right? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, we can spare a couple, couple minutes, minutes, right? Mm -hmm. But I think it's because I treat everybody the same. Me too. Like if I, we're if, all on the side of treating which as everybody the at same. the surface. That sounds stupid. It's it does, but like, what I will go to jazz with. I can take some on and do the same thing that's going on with me. I feel like love is love, reg <laughs> regardless so, of who you have it for. So how, okay. Yeah, I you. don't, but I don't communicate with my a significant other the same way I communicate with a friend the same way I communicate with my parents. So I can't tell you that I'm gonna deal Which with. Which is what I was about to ask him. How so? How does Jazz feel special if you would communicate to Simone the same way as you would communicate to her? That's a. This is your episode, man. No, it's not. So, we're having so now we're now when you bring that up, <laughs> is that a thing? Yes. Like, should I feel special that she want to come talk to me about yes. it? So or should I just care that she's willing to open up to somebody? You don't want to know that she comes to you with the same problems she'll go to any one of her homeboys with. And that's part of opening up in a relationship. It makes you feel special that they're willing to tell you some shit. But I don't feel like that. I feel like if you have something going on... You need to talk to whoever makes you feel comfortable about talking to. Them. Maybe not even feel special. Yeah, maybe like that sounds. If maybe you that can, sounds, if maybe I'm with Meezy, because maybe I can't help you the same way the guy you've no, the, your friend from a long time knows about your life. Mm -hmm. So if you feel comfortable to talk to him about so, it and it helps again, the maybe, special part about. Maybe, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nick. No, 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 no. Just, just what she said as far as 
feeling special. Maybe not even that, but like back to what I was saying earlier as far as just being able to know that they can depend on you, they, they can come to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like you can come, but wouldn't if... Wouldn't that make you feel better? I'm saying... Yeah, yeah. In like, okay, for Jazz, uh, your girlfriend, wouldn't that make you feel better to know that she can come to you or not not even make you feel better, make you feel more secure? You come to me with this information. It's not just like... That wouldn't kind of just make you... Nah, because okay. I just right, okay. I just want you to be comfortable enough to talk to somebody. Because even technically, if we take it in a context, that would be her going to therapy. Like if she went to therapy. Nah, she but there's yeah. a difference between it's like a stripper. Like it's like a stripper. <laughs> Please bring this back. Let's this yeah, let's, be let's we're all it. looking at you. Let's we want to know. Okay, so like if I'm dating a dude and he pays to go to therapy. That's okay. But I want him to come to me, right? If a dude, if I'm dating a dude, I want to dance on him. I don't want another bitch dancing on him. Mm-hmm. But if he pays a stripper to dance on him, then that's okay because that's her job. So a therapist is like a stripper. I like how you brought that around full circle. So, I, was, ooh, I, was, I was nervous. <laughs> I was nervous. I was nervous for you. So what I'm saying. But do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's different. When it's that person's profession, then it's fine. But I'm not going to fucking lie to you. I don't want you taking your problems to another bitch. I don't. I want you bringing your problems to me. Mm -hmm. And you can call me childish, and you can call me selfish, and you can call me whatever the fuck you need to call me. But the reality of the situation is, if I'm in a relationship with you, I want to be the person that you come to. So what if they bring it to you first and then they talk to other people about it? Then that's fine. And to be honest with you, I don't expect that I'm the only person that you will ever share that with. Mm -hmm. But what I don't want is that you didn't share it with me at all. And then you hear it from somebody else. And you hear it from somebody else. You hear they spoke to somebody else. And mind you, that's very different on, like, if I'm dealing with somebody and he has a friend that he's known forever, that's different, right? But if it's just one of your homegirls, and I don't care if you knew her for three years before you knew me, if this isn't, like, your lifelong friend, no, I, I want us to at least be working to a point where you come to me and I, you should want me to come to you because if I'm not coming to you, I'm coming to somebody else. So who the fuck am I talking to? So you place your relationship on a higher standard than you would any other relationship in your life. I think that hmm. it's not that. Hmm. I think here's my thing. And we've had this discussion about me not feeling like I'm not very much into like what's the word I'm looking for? What I say about friendships. Um. Like I don't when I have when we're friends, there are certain things I should come to you with. Mm-hmm. I don't really go to my family with big life stresses. I don't talk to my family about any of my big life stresses. I don't. I don't call my mom and say, "Oh my god, this happened." Like I just don't. Mm-hmm. So, when I have somebody that I am dealing with and I genuinely care about, Yes. To me, that person is my emotional support. And that does not mean that I'm putting you higher than my best friend. High maintenance friendships is where I was trying to. Right. That doesn't mean that I'm putting you above my best friend. That means that you play a different role than my best friend plays. Okay. Okay, So it's all about roles for you. Yeah. So I get it. In that case, I guess, I don't know. Like, I I always want to say I treat people... The same emotionally, but honestly, 
I feel like I'm different with each person, the amount that I'm willing to open up. Yeah, you Because there's some people that I know I can go to and be like, look, this is going on. Well, honestly, I don't know if there's anybody. Probably my mom. I can go to her and she's going to give me the words that I need to hear to make situations feel better. But... I mean, yeah. I mean. But do you but do you see that? You see how you can identify somebody who knows how to make you feel better. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you're in a relationship with somebody, at least me, I want to be that person. You want to be that person. But and I want to know how I get to that spot mm-hmm. of being the person who knows how to make you feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to me, if you went to somebody else, it means that that person knows how to make you feel better and I don't. Mm-hmm. And so- maybe I'm overthinking it. But to me, that hurts. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I I feel like I look at it differently. Um, because if he was to go to somebody else that was going to make him feel better, the overall thing that will make me happy is him feeling better. And if I can't do it, I'm happy that you were able to talk to somebody else to do it. And you feel better. Do you feel like on a regular basis, he goes to somebody other than you? I feel like he does talk to other people. No, but on a regular basis. More often than not, do you feel like he goes to somebody else where he comes to you? The, I think so. I can't just see it. Like, there's just no way you're in a relationship with somebody that doesn't come to you. Like, you have to, like, you kind of almost have to be. Like, what? Why would you be in a relationship with somebody but you, you didn't said, feel like you could talk to? Or no. You, like you, come to? you said, do they go to other people to talk? Not saying that they do that first. No. So, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, you go to somebody and you don't come to me at all. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm saying. I have a, I, and I don't have a problem with you. Like, if it was me and you, Rez, if mm-hmm. I'm dating Rez, I'm, I'm gonna use a, hey, <laughs> hey, Stop got talk. a baddie on my arm. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't come to me. I'm not saying I'm mad at you for it because I feel like that's selfish, right? Yeah. But it's almost like we all have egos. Mm-hmm. And, to me, it's me admitting that that's 100% my ego and saying that it makes me feel away. And sometimes when we feel away, it doesn't mean that it's right. It doesn't yeah. mean that you should, that it should be justified. It doesn't mean any of those things. I'm saying that me being 100% honest with you sitting at this table, it makes me feel away. If you feel better going to somebody else instead of, mm-hmm. not in addition to, I'm okay if it's in addition to, but if you go to somebody else instead of coming to me. Mind you, if it's something about me, I expect you to go to somebody else. Right. But if something big happens in your life and I wasn't the person, we're in a relationship and I wasn't the person that you chose to share that with, that's going to make me feel away. Whether that's right or wrong, that's going to make me feel away. It's not, yeah. it's not right. It's not right, but it's not wrong either. I, I guess my thing just... is I share it with multiple people. Mm-hmm. Um, order being first E and then other people. So it's kind of like that's where I stand with it. Yeah, but, but that, I would be upset if it was somebody else first and then I hear about it later. And that that's my And point. then it's like, oh I told such and such about this and I'm like, well this Like is my you first find time out two weeks it. down the road that they were dealing with an issue yeah. and they're like, oh it's okay. I talked to <laughs> Maria about it. Yeah. The fuck? Who the fuck is Maria? So I got one closing adage for what like what Bitch, you don't do. use this Wait, we said, <laughs> we said that we were gonna we were going to walk away before we got into this deep conversation. Okay. No, this is the last thing. Okay. Though. This is the last thing, though. So the adage is, like, you, I'm sure you've heard it before, um, that you were talking about Meezy. 
um, as far as you keeping it real with everybody. Like the adage goes something like, if you keep it real with everybody, who you really keep it real with? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you ever heard that before? Right. It's kind of the same concept. It's like, okay, if you're if you're open with everybody or if you feel like you treat everybody the same, then who really feels special in your life? Different. Or different. Or, you know, maybe not special, different. Maybe, you know, like who, who feels like there's, you know, like they're in a different space than everybody else. The person. I don't want to be the same spot as all your homegirls. Bingo. Oh, you want to be the main homegirl. And we're done. <laughs> okay. I wasn't talking to me. I was, I was. Just, just pick up. She, she, she can't feel your neck a little bit. You better let her know. <laughs> All right. So, walking away from this, what is something that we're going to do to open up with our significant others? Because we can't say friends, because Stretch. friends are on a different level. Stretch. You going to do what? Stretch. And what I mean by stretch is um, practice with myself. If I can open up with myself, because I know, because I feel like no, I, no, I like no, I like because I you, feel like uh, okay. what happens with me is I don't unpack it myself. I just say I, this is going on. All right, I'm gonna keep moving, keep going. So if I decide to, you know, take a moment, think about it, see what I get from it, then take it to jazz or take it to somewhere. It'll work out better. It'll work out better for me. Okay. Because practice does make perfect. Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. I'm going to work on saying, I'm going to work on acknowledging that something's wrong and opening up my mouth to say, hey, this is what happened today. This is how I'm feeling about it. Shit. Um, I'm going to work. I'm gonna work on. Uh, I don't know. This is hard for me because I want to say something, and I, it's easy for me to say it, but I actually want to put action behind it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell people when something's wrong. <gasps> okay. Instead of saying I'm okay. Uh, I'm gonna work on. Uh, dude, I don't know what to work on. I'm just this perfect. Human just start being. small. Like, dude, I, no, <laughs> he has no, nothing to work on. No, I'm, re- no I'm, I'm serious. I'm just like this perfect human being. I do everything right as far as mm-hmm. emotions. Or, Pretend know. that you did something wrong. Okay, so if I did something wrong, um, <laughs> I would say that um, this is something you have to actually do to. But you got to actually work mm-hmm. on. Yeah, so you're gonna check back on it. That was a so hard, hard part for me. Yeah, it's so hard because it's so easy to say I'm okay, but right. that I'm not okay. I mean, it's so cliche. I guess I mean, work on Perfectly. trying to communicate better. I mean, my emotions better. Like that seems so cheesy to say, but reality no, is, bro. Real. Like, uh, uh, I hope. Like. I hope. You have to do this. You said it. It's on tape. I'm going to try. Like, you know, Rez. I mean, you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Try stuff all the time, man. But, you know, that don't, that don't mean you're going to be good at it. I mean, you're going to get better at it. But. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. It's hard. It's hard as fuck. God damn it. So we spent a lot of time on this topic, so we're going to go ahead and skip over the group message because y'all niggas ain't send us shit anyway. 
Um, oh. Meezy, wow. do you have a baby maker? Okay. Damn. Was, that was aggressive. <laughs> yeah. You want to unpack like that? that? Something <laughs> wrong? Well, so is something wrong? Right? Y'all niggas want me to show my feelings? Well, we just. We wow. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right, I'm done. Aggressive. Tone it down a little bit. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry, guys. Let's go. <coughs> <laughs> mm. You are now tuned in to W M E Z. Uh, tonight's baby maker is by Jayla Darden. Her uh, project is called uh, mm-hmm. Ideas Volume 2. Mm-mm. And the name of this song is Idea mm-hmm. 683. The link is in the description. So scroll up, go back to the page, and it's in there. You can get that. She did good. Yeah, I like I it. I like that song. I like her. She got some stuff. I feel like every song you play, I'm like, you always say to I it like for it. the week. <laughs> no, but I really do. I be playing, yeah, because you got to send it to me and I listen to it. But y'all know what time it is. Pull your memes out, throw your memes in the air. Wave them around like okay. you just don't care. And if you ever go say, hey. 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 <laughs> All right. So I'll start it off because it's Virgo season and I have a whole bunch of memes about Virgos. Um, <laughs> it says, do not force anything on a Virgo. I'm serious. They will immediately hate anything that they did not choose to do on their own. Mm. Jesus, that goes with the show. Jesus. It does. I'll go. Oh, and funnily enough, this was posted by somebody named Virgo Queen. Yay. Um, If we're done, we're done. Don't try to get back with me because I'm going to take you back. (laughs) Hmm. That's good. Oh, my fault. My fault. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) This goes out to all my ladies. Uh, I appreciate it. This goes out to you. All right, Usher. Chill out. Number one, number one. I appreciate all y'all. But um, <laughs> ladies, if your ass flat, make sure your steak is delicious. <laughs> I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry. If your ass is flat, make sure your steak is delicious. Okay. You got to have a redeeming quality. Okay. Or you you got to be able to cook if you got to be able to cook if your ass is flat. Got it. If you got a fat ass, does that mean you ain't got to be able to cook? In my book, fuck no. I can buzz down some ramen noodles like it's nothing. Though. Hey, two minutes. I live above the poverty line. <laughs> Barely, but I do. Fuck right. you. You better get you some ramen noodles. I'm a hot pocket kind of guy. No Fucking sleeve. Bougie. No sleeve. Ew. Hot yes. pockets are disgusting. Nick, where you mean that? Uh... Dude, I ain't shit. I ain't got one. Yeah, uh, sorry. It's fine. I'm sorry. 
All right. I just need you to screenshot shit throughout the week. Okay. I, know, I be seeing mad shit. Though. I know you do. And then you get here and you're like, oh, you know what I mean? And then but by the time you get here, it's like, yeah, so that's, okay, I got to get better. How about that? I'm going to get better at screenshotting my memes. That's not just like them. On Twitter, just like the post. And oh, the they don't. Uh, most of the time, my memes don't come from Twitter. Most of the time, they come from Facebook. Yeah. Facebook be having a good. Does name Facebook show you the stuff that you like? Yeah. You okay. Go to that too. So you can go to that next time. Oh. Hmm. All right. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Textually Active. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Textually Active Pod, and on Twitter we're Textually Act Pod at Twitter, of course. Um. <laughs> Make sure you guys come back next week. Meezy has a playlist, a very special playlist for Mac Miller, RIP. Um, I'm sorry for everybody experiencing that loss. It was a hard time. But he has some really good music by Mac Miller on Apple Podcasts. Big fan. Oh, yeah. Uh, just search uh, 10 Piece Killer, Meezy Boulevard. It's called uh, Love Steen Fisherman Mac. It's right. up there. Yeah. And um, a good Beyonce one, too, for the hive, if y'all need that. Right? I was, was listening to it Beyonce's all day on my birthday. birthday. Wow, this has been a long week. But thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Waffles. Waffles. Damn, you said it quick. <laughs> I wanted to beat you. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Textually Active podcast. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod.